Welcome to DJ Grandpa's Crypt, the crowdfunding podcast. Each week I interview real people with honest dreams. Today is Monday, February 17th, 2014. During this week in history, in 1930, Pluto was discovered at the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. Once believed to be the ninth planet, Pluto was robbed of its status in 2006 by the powers that be when they changed the rules governing planetary bodies. But to believers like me, Pluto will always be a planet. Our guest this week is Anthony Bianco, the incredible singer-songwriter, also known as Wales. I have been writing, recording, and performing my own original music for over 10 years now, and I've just finished a new record. The record is entitled Earthworks, and I spent the majority of 2013 writing and recording and producing it in numerous places. Most of the record was finished in a church in upstate New York called the Upstate Chapel, a converted church in Kana Jahari. And I'm really excited to share this record with you. Who are you who don't know your history? Who are you a ghost memory? Anthony Bianco, right? Is your stage name Wales? Should I call you Wales? Oh, you can call me Anthony. I use Wales as just sort of a stage name, band name. Okay, Anthony makes you seem like a person, a real person. Wales makes you seem bigger than life, I'm thinking. You know, I thought it was kind of enigmatic enough that, like, you hear it, you see it, you're like, whoa, animal sound is in a whale. And that's part of the reason I chose it, too, is I liked the idea of it being a sound. It's probably like my second most favorite animal on the planet. The first is a dolphin, second is a whale. Whales are definitely my most favorite animal. I can never get over the whale song. Me either, when you think about just how much they can communicate to each other. Looking at your picture on Skype, you have some glasses on, very distinctive. It looks like you have some sort of heavy metal or death metal <laughs> necklace on or something like that. Uh, an onk or something. I don't know. Skull. It's a skull. Yeah, I knew that. I was just trying to <laughs> be a jerk. I don't even remember. Your magnificence. And now I've seen the difference and I know the truth. No one's built to come and rescue you. How would you describe your music? How would I describe my music? Yep, hard question, um, your own music. It's always a hard question, but I feel like you, you always kind of need some answer. And I thought about it, I mean, it, it is really electronic and structurally it's always very poppy. I tend to lean in that direction because I love pop music, but I like to get really weird with it and make it a little deeper, a little darker, a little more uh, nuanced, I guess. I write a lot of songs at the organ or the piano first. Rarely do songs ever start, you know, like at the keyboard, at the synth. Are you Euro-influenced any? I like like Four on the Floor and I, I, I like really hard hitting beats, but 
Specifically, I wouldn't say like Eurodancer or anything is a big influence. Are you a religious artist? Religion comes up in a lot of my work with symbolism and in reference to religion, but I would not say that I am a religious artist. And then I look at your video Kickstarter and I wasn't sure what that was, if that was a sickle or a blade, a sling blade or something that's on the side of your head. That is a sickle, yes. I was going to clash you. I was going to put you in a box. In the box that I was going to put you in, I said, you know, you were kind of like a thinking man's dance music. I like to be thoughtful with my lyrics, and I, and I like to be kind of, it just ends up being kind of abstract. My nine-year-old daughter, she also had a question for you. She said, why does he have foxes in his video? I think foxes are really amazing. Oh, yes, they are. I wanted to come across as like a swiftness, sort of in the night, something stealth and alive and moving in that way, and the fox kind of represented that for me. have this new album coming out or is it where you're making physical copies of this album? It hasn't been officially released yet. I'm shooting for probably a mid to late spring release somewhere around April. I wanted to do this Kickstarter first because I wanted to make physical copies of the album and that's just something that I haven't had a chance to do in the past at all just because it's it's expensive and I'm independent. Right. And I also wanted to have it distributed digitally through official channels. And that's another thing that can be kind of expensive when you, you work in a day job, you know? Now, are you sharpening a blade or a knife right now? Because I think you're dangerous. <laughs> Hardly, no, um, I am making lines with a Sharpie right now. You have a sickle in your video. You've corrected me, sickle, not sling blade or anything like that. Nope, nope, that's a sickle. Were you nervous to have a weapon in your video? I ask that because, you know, sometimes I dealt with hip hop, I produced rap music, and a lot of people would be very nervous if you had a real weapon in the video, which rappers a lot of times mm -hmm. do. So did it worry you at any time that you had a weapon in the video that you could well, potentially get hurt or someone else get hurt? I think my biggest fear was tetanus because a piece of antique farm equipment, so you know, it's got a little rust on it. So right. <laughs> mostly I was just worried about dropping it on myself and ending up having to get a shot. Okay. But where we filmed, you know, there was only a couple of us and it was a small space. And unless you're, you know, you have a lot of room to swing it around, it'll probably be okay. Okay, so you were only really worried if you would have had a Barney Fife moment or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I understand that. What I'm not getting is, how can I be totally wrong about every question I ask you? Well, I'm curious, like, where was your line of questioning going and how are we divergent? Well, it just feels like, you know, I asked a Euro question, nah. I asked a religious question because I saw you recorded, you know, a song or so in the church and then I oh, felt yeah. as though I heard a couple, you know, not religious lyrics, but lyrics that said that you at least acknowledged that God was in the room. So then I was like, okay, maybe religious. I saw the whales thing, so I'm thinking bigger than life. So maybe the religious thing might add up. But then I click on your Skype and then I'm like, oh man, I got that wrong. And then it's like, okay. I don't think that those two things could be mutually exclusive, you know. I will say that religion does find its way into my songs a lot. 
Jesus loves you And that's enough to hold us all Hostage of the veil you couldn't see The sky through and I'm not trying to force religion on anyone. Dude. No, I get it. I could see where you might think that. Right. Like recording in the church space was I mean, it was a dream come true because it was such a beautiful place. Ooh, acoustics probably. I had a lot of vocals already laid down for the album by the time I had even gotten in there. And when I got in there and I heard the acoustics, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to scrap everything that I have done <laughs> and retake all these vocals in here because it just, it was magnificent. I had to have the sound. I ended up re-recording so much of it in that space because the acoustics in there were just unbelievable. The instruments too at my disposal there were unbelievable. Oh yeah, did it say that you also use a harpsichord from time to time? In the track Earthworks, there's a lot of harpsichord. I had been dying to play one, let alone record on one. And, you know, they're not particularly easy to find. No, they're not. It's almost <laughs> like you tried to use a theremin or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'd kill for a theremin, too. I know, me too. <laughs> you, can, you can buy kits and build them yourself. Like, if I had any sort of aptitude, I would do it. Or I'd just pay someone to do it for me, one or the other. It's not hard. Oh, so you are multi-instrumental and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, How I, many instruments? How many instruments? My first instrument was piano, and then I just sort of moved on from there. I really love, like, reed organs and har mm -hmm. harmonium-type organs. Like, Did you know that I was the world's biggest music fan, bar none? That's impressive. There are a lot of people in the world. I love your music, man. I love your, what you're doing, your style, all of that, your personality, the whales, incredible marketing there. <laughs> for anyone out there, man. If you really like what's playing in the background, go to kickstarter.com and check out Earthworks. My man Anthony is killing it. I love this cat, man, and thank you for coming on this show. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Remember, we are the crowdfunding channel, and we cover the globe. I'd like to thank all our guests. I'd also like to thank our listeners. Each week, we couldn't do it without you guys. A special thanks goes out to Trevor Williams and to my mentor, The Mumbler, for providing music to DJ Grandpa's crib. Thanks to Jeffrey Banks, Bertram Zeke, and Zach Samal, our assistant editors. Until next week, so say we all. The homepage for DJ Grandpa's Crib is djgrandpa.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, DJ Grandpa's Crib, all one word. Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, which helps other people discover the show. And don't forget to leave a comment while you're there. Our producer is Von Rupert. The executive producer of this and all Bedrock Communications podcasts is AF Rufus. Thank you.